0: Is your brother playing the best football of his career? And I'm just like, eh. I mean, he caught three. One of the tip pass. One the guy threw to him. The other one, he just threw it too far. I'm like, man, I watched him his rookie year. I mean, he was going to get them interceptions when he had them. But he's playing some pretty decent football. What's up, everybody? We're back here. Double coverage with the McCourty Twins. Season 2, Episode 4. As always, make sure you check us out. On YouTube, iTunes, make sure you subscribe. All you have to do is search. Ma- double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. Mama, we made it! Come on, you were late on that one, man. No, nah, I was late because man. you didn't You didn't do what you were supposed to do. Get it, get it together, man. As always, you can find us on social media via Twitter, Instagram, face, Facebook. You usually do that first, probably. That's why I no, was late. All you got to do is search at McCordy Twins. Quick shout-out to our partners here at Double Coverage, Boston Medical Center, and Embrace Kids Foundation. We've all come together to tackle Sickle Cell. You can learn more at TackleSickleCell.org. Coming up next month it's it's rolling in fast october twenty eighth at it's coming I'm fast in Boston our annual tackle sickle cell casino night um like always for tickets uh sponsorship information whatever you need tackle dot org go there you'll find all the information you need that's a, that's a great segue people are probably wondering why we band-aid up yeah, yeah, yeah tackle sickle cell we uh you know partner with next step program mm-hmm. uh, american cross yep um Blood drive today. It was awesome uh, at the Reggie Lewis uh, Teen Center in Boston. Uh, we got to go, surprise some people, uh, take some pictures. Dropped Most importantly, off, no. Dropped off some autograph stuff for people coming out giving blood. But yeah. Cleats football, and we gave we blood. Got, got a needle, gave some blood. Took yeah. about five minutes, nice and easy, in and out. Um, had a good time. So, But you, Bill, Bill, director at Next Step, he was hyped up. He uh, He gave his pint of blood. Faster than us, so that was a win for him. Yeah, not a win in my book. Yeah. Anyway, coming up um, on Monday, September 30th, we have the Duran Harmon karaoke night, benefiting kids it, with autism. If you haven't heard, we will be singing a bunch of songs. Well, I mean, you're the one who volunteered to do- At ten. least 10 songs between both of us. no, no, no. no. You said you were going to do 10 songs. I'm going to go up there and do a song. That's what karaoke is for. You go up there and do Well, it depends a song. how many people. It's a long night. You can't just do one. HarmonKaraokeNight.com for tickets and information. Uh, hopefully, we see you guys there. Yeah. We might need Duda to, to, you know what I mean, give us something. We shouting him out. He got to give us some incentive. Something. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah a, little, a little backhand stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know. All of that. But let's wrap up the game. Patriots improved to 3-0, and a win you could have said d- we. You're on the team now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we. we. Improved to 3-0, Defeat the Jets, a division opponent right here, uh, second home game. Um, how was it? It was awesome, man. Shout out Mario. He had to figure everything out. You know, everybody was mad game one. Mm-hmm. Uh, sound system was down, but he was here last week, late night, had to go back to the stadium. They got everything right. Turn it all off, make sure it works right, drop the lights. Look, I mean, you watch this show, you get behind the scenes of what really happens, yeah. and they got everything right. And because Ty Law came to town, Hall of Fame, they did a ceremony at halftime. Everybody, so so, I mean, you got a hot day, late September in yeah. New England, great sound system, yeah. and the Pats win. And, and they had to do like a dry run. It wasn't like, hey, you come into the office, it's an afternoon project. Nah, come back at nine thirty, ten o'clock at night, and let's when everybody's this thing gone, out. and mm-hmm. let's. There's a lot of dedication people, a lot in, a lot of people that go into making stuff run smoothly on a Sunday afternoon at Gillette Stadium. Not just the 53 guys and coaches, right? Yeah, well, really, what is it, 46 people on the saying, roster? But I'm just asking, 46 yeah, yeah. on game day? Yeah, well, we were 53 people on the roster. We were at 52 because James White decided to have a baby during the game, and I, I spoke about this after the game. Guys, gotta stop being selfish. You gotta plan these babies out so that we don't miss Sweet Feet on the day of the game. Hopefully, all, we don't I, all, all, I, all I'm gonna say is congrats, Sweet Feet and Shaleek. Uh Shalique yep. had a baby home. He had early a baby to a early girl. in the week. James White waited till Sunday. Hey. You don't know when the babies are going to come. I tell you what, this might be the most babies I've seen within the season. Yeah. I mean, we had E-Rob in the preseason. Slate. And Slate in the preseason. Now, James, we had KV on game one. I mean, come on. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, for one, the first thing James and KV got to do is see if they can still get their active bonus. For a lot of people that don't know, we talking you NFL contracts game, now. Get- Per game bonuses is part within, of your contract within your guaranteed money. Usually, it's an active bonus about being up on the 46 man roster. So, oh, on game day, you might want to just negotiate. I mean, we might have to add that in the next uh CBA ah, I think maternity, you maternity, uh, maternity, active leave. roster. Yeah yeah, 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 just to leave. And it's only one game, we don't want three months. I don't see him getting that. But. I mean, I'm just saying. Once again, defense goes out there, doesn't allow any points in the game. Now, as a defender, you go out there, you don't let up a point, but you see the end of the game and the score is 30 to 14. Are you pissed off? Is it one of those things where it's just like we got to win, we got to correct our mistakes, and we move on? Or are you sitting there like, man, we didn't give up no points, but they still got 14 on the board? Yeah, you're happy you won. I think that that trumps everything. But, yeah, we don't want no points on the board. Why why does anybody want points on the board? Bill keeps telling us if they don't score, they don't win. So – I think that's something you take pride in, but it's not like, you know what I mean, I, didn't, I don't think anybody cared that much. It didn't kill my celebration after the game. We're still happy we got the dub. Without a doubt. And speaking of getting the wins, making plays, not giving up points, um, something that's been able to help the defense a great deal is uh, having the league leader in interceptions, uh, Roman. I, ar- I would argue to Roman, say Jamie's probably helped the most. Roman, I just said one of the things. Okay. Roman the back end of our secondary. Now three interceptions in three games. What is it what is it you're reading? I mean, obviously this last one, I mean, he threw the ball to you. We're not gonna argue that. But you're in the right place yep. at the right time. So what was our college term? What, catch the ones they throw? You? Yeah. So what what but what is it you're reading that's putting you in the right place at the right time? Somebody asked me after the game, is your brother playing the best football of his career? And I'm just like, eh. I mean, he caught three, one is a tip pass, one the guy threw to him. The other one, he just threw it too far. I'm like, man, I watched him his rookie year. I mean, he was going to get them interceptions when he had them. But you're playing some pretty decent football. What Has anything changed from last year to this year? What's been, what's been the reason why? Sometimes the ball finds you. But I think overall in our secondary, um, we put a lot of time and effort um, into knowing what teams want to do, how they want to attack us, understanding our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, and I think through that, um, you guys, everybody that plays corner, Pat playing strong safety, the backers, they know where I'm going to be. They know where Dude's going to be. Um, and I think that allows us all to play fast. Um, you know, if you ever, if anybody's ever to get back there or somebody's mic'd up, you can see all the communication that goes on pre snap, post snap. And I think it's all the minds on the field of everything we've watched during the week of when we see something, it's like, bang. Let's get to this, let's get to that. Let's alert this, let's alert that. Hey, I know where Dev's going to be. I know where Jay Jones is going to be. And then we just go fast. Um, and I think that's enabled uh, myself to be the 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 guy who, you know what I mean, i getting all the fruit right now. To, I'm under the tree, and they just dropping in my hand. Um, but I think it's everybody overall playing well and playing team defense. You, you must be living right because the, the ball is fine you. I did, I did. My, 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 my wife picked my daughter up, took her from school, took her to dance. I picked my son up solo, brought him home, got him right, snack and all that. So, you know, maybe going out of my way to do the true I, dad I don't, Yeah, I don't think just. Um, that was after giving blood today. Okay, maybe that, but picking I up. I was your, everywhere. Picking up your son at school doesn't qualify. But it's like being, it's like being uh, Superman. How, how, do you, how do you not buy into the hype right now as a defense? It's easy. It's week three. Okay. Last year, what were we about week, week three? One and two? One and two, and we started the season one and two. I mean, we're the worst team in the NFL. That's what's funny to me. Now, my second year here, last year, I just remember being this time in the season, everybody's just... We just just lost to Detroit, Sunday night football. Barreling it on, how bad we are, how old time is, how old the whole team is, this, that, and the third. And now this year... Uh, were the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they're like, and will they ever give that? up a touchdown in a 16 game? Yeah, so I think that – I mean, and like you just said, the fact that it's still September, you nobody, no player is where they're going to be or where they need to be uh, for the remainder of the season, and no team the same way is what they're going to be or where they need to be to get to where they want to go at this point in the season. So there's a lot more work to do and, um it's up to us to continue to put that work in and make sure we're continuing uh, to improve and not buying uh, into that uh, type of hype. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, but it was a cool game. This was the first game of the season that the kids came to. Uh, Jason's two oldest kids, six and three, checked out the game, got pictures. Um, somebody DM'd us pictures. You yeah. know, that was that was a, that was. My uh, my cool. wife, I don't know how excited she was that they were at the it's game. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of work. They don't want to sit... It's it's too hot. The sun is too hot. I'm not a snack. I'm ready to go My man man Kaden had a lot of candy, right? Yeah, he he was hanging out. It was hanging out They said he uh, I got to tell Duran as they said he gamed his son. Uh, His son had the fruit snacks And Caden was watching my wife's phone. He was on YouTube Kids. So he said to Dallas, hey, you want to watch the phone? So while Dallas picks up the phone, he's watching YouTube Kids. He got his little fruit snacks right here. Caden's just sitting there behind his back, just throwing them all in his mouth, eating. So, I mean, I taught him something. I taught him right, you know. But, yeah, they were at the game. I don't know if they'll be attending any more of them. But it was cool to have them out there. You got to do it how my wife did it. The kids came with two minutes and 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. So they basically came to run around on the field and take pictures after. Great time after the game. Didn't see much of the game. No interception, no defense, no time. They didn't see any of that. I didn't even know they let you in the stadium at that point. My wife makes sure she you, – you've heard her go. She talks a lot. How's your, um, how's your fantasy team doing? We took another loss mm. last week. Um. The 1 p.m. games kill me. I'm like a, I'm like a lot of – Before you get into how your team's doing, when I was talking to my wife about what we were going to be discussing on the uh, podcast, she wanted me to make sure I let it be known that she is number one in the fantasy league right now. Yeah, but I beat her, so that's irrelevant. And it's only week three, like we just said. I don't know. I don't, but, I don't play. She just wanted me to share I'm like many. I'm like many people across the world who play fantasy football and have to work on Sunday, and especially when, your games, when you have to work right at 1 p.m., It makes it tough. I made some last-minute moves the morning, but I didn't complete my lineup, so I didn't start my man Rex Burkhead. I missed out on some points there. So I'm still navigating the whole fantasy football. One and two. I'm one and two. Sound familiar? Close games. Sound familiar? Close games, blowouts. No, it's close. I'm always close. But sound familiar? Yeah, I've been one and two throughout my career before. Sound familiar? Last year, I'm just saying. Been one and two before, so you might want to tell your wife. Don't get a little too Hold excited. Hold them up, swole them up. Hold them up, swole them up. Moving on, we got Buffalo this week. Division opponent on the roll. We got these back-to-back uh, three straight games. the of the end going, of division. Yeah, Miami Jets now going to Buffalo. 3-0 t- versus 3-0. A team that's 3-0 undefeated, playing good football. Josh Allen running all over the place. Got a question for you. Yeah. What is one thing that's guaranteed leaving this game? Like my mom always tells me, somebody has to lose. So, so somebody won't be undefeated. Dang, you're sharp. Somebody, you're somebody, sharp. somebody you're won't sharp. be undefeated. I guess now you can't say somebody's got to lose being that Detroit we and do Arizona already has had a tie, but somebody's not going to be undefeated by the end of the day. But like you said, they're 3-0. Uh, they beat the Giants, the Jets, and just um, – I think it was this Cincinnati. game. Yeah, they beat Cincinnati. I think it was in Cincinnati, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was at home. I'm not sure. I got to double-check that. But, yeah, team riding high right now, playing some uh, really good football. Uh, what Going down there, New Era Field, it, and I played there a few times, even when it was Ralph Wilson Stadium. But last year, going down there on that Monday night game, I mean, insane. Bills Mafia. Loud, like obnoxious, they don't like us. Um, a really cool atmosphere. Would you rank that as one of the top places to go play? No doubt about it. And it doesn't get, I, I say it every year, it's one place that people don't talk about enough. Um, and I don't know, maybe they really get extra juice when we come to town, but every time we go to Buffalo, it's not a very welcoming area to go to. So um, I love it. Very hostile environment. Um, you know, we've had some good games there. They played us really well there. Um, I remember they snapped a streak. I think back in like 2012, we had one there and they beat us right there on a Sunday afternoon. So um, and this year, you know, they're going to have all the confidence in the world. We have a great defense. Josh Allen's a stud, Um, a lot of speed on their offense. So it'll be tough, you know, probably be the biggest challenge of the year for us. I uh, say from you know the whole all phases of the game offense defense and special Yeah, I would agree, and like you said, uh, them on defense, their secondary, their front seven, they do a really good job of putting pressure on the quarterback and showing them different looks and moving around. And being able to make plays, and for us, for us as a defense going against their offense, like you said, uh, they brought in a lot of guys. You know, they they've added Beasley, they've added John Brown on the outside as receivers, and both of those guys, quick and fast and can go. Young tight end and Knox and Singletary in the backfield. Yeah, and they added the guy, the uh, ageless wonder, and Frank Gore, that's still running the ball hard, still picking up the tough yards. He's like twenty-five. Somebody's gotta check his birth certificate. I mean, I think he—that was him on the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, sure, it was. Uh, versus, I think that was the Giants when they played them, hammering it in on the goal line. So um, definitely gonna be a tough opponent. Uh, this early in the season, like you said, they're three and zero. Do records really matter? Not to me. You know, I, I say it's just—you play bad. Let's say you play bad for three games in a row, but you play bad three games in a row when you're eight and zero. So now you go to eight and three. No one really cares. But if you start off 0-3, it's like, oh man, their season's over. That's a good point. You, know, you still have so much time to get better. And like you said earlier, it's only September. You know, you start talking about games that matter after Thanksgiving, the early Dece- uh, throughout December and then early January. You don't wanna you don't want to play your best football in September and then just, you know, kind of plateau out. You wanna continue to increase and get better. Um, that's something we've prided ourselves on around here for years. So um, like I said, this will be a great early season test. Um, it won't at all determine the fate of our season yeah. um, but anytime you go against a really good football team you want to try have... to bring out your best what is it um how do how do we deal with the loss of a guy like James Devlin uh, going on IR right now it's tough because Devlin's as close as it gets uh, he's not a captain but he's a captain type of guy on our team obviously a great leader uh, offensively special teams a lot of guys looked in for leadership. Um, he's been in the league. This is his 10th year in the league. Um, he's been on our team. It feels like forever. So um, obviously I think his toughness, you know, I think everyone sees him throwing blocks and, and doing all that stuff on the field. But, you know, you walk in the weight room on a Monday, Monday afternoon, Devlin's up there. On. He's squatting 700 pounds. Like he's, he's the hardest working guy in there. So um not having him, but I think he's one of those guys just like D a David Andrews. They'll be around. They'll be in there encouraging guys. So, um, you know, you never know. Season's long. You know, mm-hmm. the new rule with IR is guys can come back yeah, and all of sure. that. So, um, you know, and I know for me, coming here, like, you thinking when people say, oh, the Patriot whale, he's a Patriot. James Devlin is a guy that you, you just put a picture of him, and he defines what it means kind of to be a Patriot, a guy that – as a fullback, but he'll line up and you know he'll be split out wide. He'll be on special catch teams. a hitch route. You know what I mean? He does a little bit of everything and he's tough mentally and he's tough physically. So and I think and he's a guy when he first came, he started on a practice squad. Yeah. Yeah. Then became active. I mean, kinda like Jakob, I remember talking to uh McDaniels about him. Was yeah. just like, I think he was a defensive he, end. For Brown. For Brown. Local. And he said he got there, and he said, I was just like, Where am I gonna put this guy on my offense? And he was just like week by week, like he just got kept getting better and better and better and has the Develop into a, a key part of our offense. So uh, obviously, a guy that's tough to replace, and his presence definitely will be missed. Uh, but like you just said, Jacob Johnson, uh, the first inter- first NFL game. Yeah, it was cool though. Yeah. Uh Juan, Jawan Williams, Damian Harris, guys dressed first active first act, like. That's think, awesome to see for older I think guys. Jakob is really cool because you got a, a guy I uh, played football at the University of Tennessee, UT, um, from Germany, a guy that came over in a new program that was started and uh, was kind of like an extra roster spot. And just to see, as like you just said, yeah. an older guy, how much he's gotten better each and every week uh, to where he is now to be ever, to be out there contributing for us on a Sunday afternoon, man, uh, does he's, a lot. Yeah, he continues can to get better. It makes it tough on us in one-on-ones and everything we do, uh, building our fundamentals. So uh, can't wait to see him down the line, just keep getting better and better. Yeah, for sure. For those of you that don't know, um, Friday uh, afternoon, evening, uh, we released Antonio Brown uh, from the New England Patriots. Um a lot of stuff went on with all of that uh, as a captain player on the team. what are you, under this is the question you've probably got after every every since he's gotten there for the past ten eleven days, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's the only time I've answered it exclusively on double coverage. yeah, um I think it kind of is what it is. you know, I think obviously great talent um brought a lot of a uh, skill set to the offense and, and obviously made the team better. um but I think with everything, you know there's a lot of stuff you know that he's dealing with off the field. Um, and I think as players and when you're on the football team, uh when things happen, you gotta focus on the here and now, who's on the team, how you can improve, how you focus on the next game. So, um and I think with you know, everything happening on Friday and now you got your game coming Sunday. Um I think the good thing was we were done with media for the week. Guys could, you know, focus on the game and yeah. um, you know, I th- wish him the best moving forward, but obviously it didn't work out with him here in New England and Um, Like I always say, no one man builds a team or stops a team. Uh, We'll always continue to try to get better and ultimately win games. Without a doubt, 100% agree. And I saw he's getting ready to take some classes going back to Central Michigan. So – Wishing him the best of luck. Nothing wrong with improving yourself? Yeah, best of luck with that. And those players, such a short time, you didn't really get a chance when everybody, somebody asked me, did I like him? And I'm like, I didn't really even get a chance to know him well enough to say I liked him, disliked him, uh, but like you just said, to be able to practice against him, practice with him, and see uh, his talent. Obviously, he's one of the best receivers uh, playing in the game right now. And, uh, hopefully, you see him on another team at, you at some point. So will. Two talents not two. For sure. Um, sp- we'll stay right in the wide receiver game. Um, obviously Philly fans are not happy with the way Nelson is catching the ball because um, my guy is out here. I think he had two touchdowns in the game, though. I didn't watch the game. Yeah, I'm not sure. But either way, my guy's out here, I don't know, I don't know, I should have looked up his name. But he's out here being a hero in Philly, catching babies. Catching babies. Like building burning and he's catching babies. Like that is easy. And they interview him right after. And so like right after he I don't even think he had the cool-off time that we get. What killed me wasn't like Now let the people know what he said though. Like But it wasn't what he said. It was it was more of his more of his facial expressions um that got me. Like as I watched him, it, it was just like, "I'm we out here catching babies, unlike Aguilar. I'm going to put that out there. And, and I'm just like. Man, Kev just said, eight catches, two touchdowns. It don't impressive. all go well, but, I mean, it's not like he was out there stinking it up. Yeah, and but, my man took a shot on him on the local news. Like, hey, I'm, he, I, he basically said Nelson Aguilar wouldn't have caught the babies. Yeah, but it's Philly. It's the Northeast. Like, they don't care. But. Nelson Aguilar jumps on Twitter, tells the guy, you and your family come to the game on me. Because you are a hero in the community. You can't beat that. You looking for who we're going to get MVP, community MVP this week? Nelson Aguilar. Now does the guy take him up on the offer? You take a, take a shot right at my man, and he comes back and kills you with kindness. What, will he, what's the guy going to oh, I'm there. Free tickets to the game. I'm there. I'm, and he's going to probably tell him, and you better catch the ball when I show up. Does he, get, does he take a signed gear from Nelson, anything, signed jersey, football? You think he'll take it? I would, I would imagine so. He's probably a diehard Philly fan. He, he goes hard for his hometown team probably. So you're all for it. I mean, not, I mean, not while we're catching babies. Let's focus on these babies we catching, leave football alone. Like, and then take a shot. Or shot not necessary. Shot I, not necessary. Okay. I'm just we making making sure we're the he's same out here saving babies. Saving I don't lives. care about no football. Is irrelevant. Nothing to talk about. You know what I mean? Hey, to each his own. Year ten, year eleven. Um, just to give a little bit of insight, a little behind the scenes. What's it like for you to, from one game to the next? It's a long season. By weeks come. The, you get only one bye week. You get a Thursday night game that kills you up a little bit, but you get the weekend off after that. How do you get your body back? just ready to go from a week-to-week week standpoint, and not only from a Sunday to a Sunday, but you're playing the game on a Sunday, and you're right back most of the times. Most teams full pads practice on Wednesday. What do you do to be able to get back physically and mentally I mean, to get ready to go? You ever hear about a lion or a tiger doing all that stuff to get back? Man, you just wake up and go. What's wrong with you? Well, for me, it doesn't really work like man, that. man, because you're um, soft. Mondays, you it's go in Born in there. the 80s. Mondays, you go in there, you get you a lift in, a run. Then we're meetings, we're watching the film and all of that. Yeah, that's all cute. Tuesdays are off day, so I'm I'm getting a massage. Now, the thing with Tuesdays, for guys that don't have kids, their Tuesdays, Tuesdays are awesome. Yeah. Amazing Tuesday. Probably not waking up till 10 o'clock like you're sleeping in. You know what I mean? I remember those days. For me, I'm dropping off at school. I remember those days. I could, I could stay up late Monday if you I need know, to, watch some TV in the catch community up? a little bit. But, I mean, from massage twice a week to sometimes getting some dry needle and acupuncture in, um, stretching, uh, we have ART is, uh, available for us in the train room as Getting well. in the hot and cold t- – well, I'm a hot tub. Hot tub. Epsom e- salt guy. Yeah, every day. Those are the things that it takes, you know, to be able to be at an elite level week in and week out, to be able to be there for your teammates and your team. So. And honestly, I think it's listening to your body. It's not just sticking in one routine saying, man, I only could get two massages this week or I only can do this. Or you got if your body's hurting more, you got to do more. You mm-hmm. got to understand – what it is that you have to do to get your body ready to go because this is your livelihood. Yeah, and for a lot of kids that are playing sports and – you sit there and it's just like, oh, I need to specialize. I need to specialize. When you get our age, you don't have no choice but to specialize because <laughs> your body's not gonna be able to play multiple things. But you're that, to you're that young, young yeah, kid, young, go man, do fun. everything. Go have fun. See what you're good at. You may want to specialize in baseball, but being a safety may be the best thing that you can do. And you enjoy both sports, then go out and play for whatever you love, you know. And as you look back on your sports career, you know probably nothing helped you out better than playing basketball. And being out there playing defense and yeah. working on your foot speed. Hand-eye coordination. Yeah, all that. of that stuff. And I think about all the guys that, you know, these quarterbacks that were great baseball players. Like, all of that stuff, you know, and I think the relationships and the fun you have, um, it helps. When you play one sport, I think, and it becomes a job too early, you kind of burn out. Yeah. Have you uh, have you been paying attention to this? Uh, the NFL is releasing the top 100 greatest. Seen a little bit on Twitter. Seen it here and there. So the Patriots have made it in three spots. Um Three spots in the top ten. Only two that we really care about, though, huh? Is it two? It's really only one that you care about. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, It's really only one. So that's the only one I'm going to talk about. I'll mention nah, the other you, two. I wasn't a part of them anyway, so I don't really care. Uh, but the David Tyree catch in Super Bowl 42 made it to number three overall. Which was a ridiculous catch. I mean, caught it on his helmet. Great catch. Like, I great mean, catch. against against the Hall of Famer and Rodney Harrison. So great catch. I mean, you really can't. Shout out David Tyree. Spoke to us when we were at Rutgers. I remember that. Came I remember in that. Friday night before the game. I remember that. He's still, he's still, he's working with the Giants. Actually, the Philly special Super Bowl Fifty Two came in at tenth not uh, a fan overall uh, totally disagree. Copycat league you've seen that play now probably 10 times uh, in the NFL since then, but um, pretty good. I do agree with this one though good, yeah. Probably should have been higher. Right. number five overall the Malcolm Butler interception in Super Bowl 49 which sealed the deal definitely should uh, be higher for New England to, definitely uh, should be higher. defeat Seattle Now were you on the field for that play? No, I was on the sideline. so what, what was that what was that feeling like? you like, just went crazy. You know what I mean? You're, I guess I know what the feeling you was like, but I'm going to just ask. You don't have time to think, you know what I mean? No one's thinking, like, everybody thinks, like, oh, you thought you lost. No, you don't. You're not thinking about that. You're just out there. You're like, man, what's going on next, man? Oh, goal line three corners. Go in, get in. Oh, he caught it. And I just stormed on the field, and we went crazy, and I ran, I think I ran like 150 yards because I was, like, going back running this way. Then I seen Vince on the floor, and I celebrated so with you Vince. Were, and, you were on the sideline. I mean, everybody watching is probably like, well, where was Jay at? So I mean, I was right outside the stadium, looking in through the window, and when I saw the play, because I didn't go to the game at that point, we it hasn't been well. We're 0-8, 0-5. Yeah, and while attending each other's games, we're not playing on the same. We're team. not playing on the same team. So I was on the outskirts, um, but it actually worked out perfect because I'm standing out there. My wife is with me. She's watching the game. She's like, he intercepted it. We won the game. So then we enter the stadium, and we're right next to the ramp where you go down to go on the field. So we were literally first in line with our field pass to go on the field. So when the rest of the family got down there, they was able to skip ahead and come with me uh, to go on the field. So that was my first experience uh, with a Super Bowl victory. So wasn't. Yeah, but you didn't win, so I wouldn't call that an experience. But Malcolm Butler should at least be two overall. My opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not your opinion. opinion. Yeah. Um, what you got going on in group chat? Group chat's good, man. Adam Sandler, new movie. Undercut Gems. I just Uncut. saw it. Uncut. Uncut my bad. My bad. Kevin Garnett's Uncut. in that, huh? I just saw the trailer. He's like, he's gambling. He's betting on the games and looks like he's going to get beat up a couple of times. He's a little bloody and all of that. But what I was hyped about was it seemed like KG is, like, really acting in the movie. I think that's awesome to see former players doing a bunch of stuff. Obviously, Kevin Garnett's on the area, 21 on TNT and all of that. But maybe he jumped acting career. I don't know how many roles he can do at seven foot. But, I mean, you watch Game of Thrones, you had the Giant and all of that. So, I mean, Hollywood is always looking for the next great. But I thought it was cool. And Kevin Garnett, like usual, had, like, the whole 10-carat earring in his ear. Uh, which is always dope, but yeah, it looks the It looks like to, a good movie. The trailer looked pretty good, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm used to seeing Adam Sandler, though. It don't really seem like you do like him in a serious film. role. I mean, we'll see. I'm I'm not. He's gonna c- definitely have some comedy in there. I'm not. I'm not used versatility. Not you play for the him. Patriots. You should be all about versatility. Chicago got the win last night on Monday night, and and club dub In Chicago fashion. They did. Did the, you see this? Nah, I didn't see this. Oh, man, I didn't see, like, the true video, but I saw, like, where they blanked out my man Kyle Love's private area. But Club Dub, if y'all don't know. Who Kyle? Oh, Kyle Long. Kyle Long. If you don't know, every time Chicago wins, they get back in the locker room, lights out. They got the little disco ball. Looks like you are in the club, and Club, du- club Dub is jumping. Tariq Cohen decides to go live on Club Dub. Like, oh. And in the background, which happens in most locker rooms, but they probably should just make a sign when they turn in the club dub. It got to now not be the locker room, but the club. Kyle Long is violating all club rules. And he's butt naked in the background ah. of the video. And, you know what I mean? I got to text Chris Long and pass it on to Kyle. Like, what are we doing? Um, but it let people know everything that goes on in the NFL locker room it has now since been deleted. But it's 2019. So no matter what you delete, it can always come back. And it's out there now. It's all out in the web world, you know. So um, I'm sure people will be searching, searching heavily for it. Now, did you watch any of that Chicago Redskins game last night? Some of it. Did you happen to catch? The the camera gets a shot of uh, Gruden on the sideline. And there is the MVP for the Redskins in the back. Stirring up the Gatorade, like this was all over social media. And do you is there a guy? Yes, stirs the Gatorade. I saw people saying like they're focusing on wrong things. How else do you make Gatorade? You pour mix in water and you gotta mix it together. My man was back there doing his job. Absolutely, is there there an unsung hero on the Patriots sideline stirring up the Gatorade? I'm not sure who stirs it up. It's one of the uh, student uh, trainers. I feel like now coming up, coming up this upcoming Sunday. There's going to be camera crews that are going, going to be searching for who's stirring up the Gatorade. And then the next question is going to be for guys that have been on multiple teams. Like, you think about a guy like McCown who's in Philly. They're going to ask him, which team have you played on that had the best, best sideline Gatorade? Gatorade? That's, going, that's coming up. Uh, I'm a I, water guy. If I have Gatorade, I, I got I to gotta put some, some water in it. I'm not a I'm big Gatorade guy. Yeah, we, we didn't ask all that. All right. Now, last week we talked about the Ball Brothers. And one NBA exec says, Mellow Ball may um, have a chance to go number one overall in the draft of 2020. If he keeps killing it, they say how he's been killing it. I saw a projection that had him, like, top five. So um, maybe maybe my man knew what he was talking about. He knew what he was doing. I, after all, Triple B's, man. Big baller brand. Long way. Draft's not till June, so I feel like that's Yeah, how, I mean, they jumped the how, gun. That's I have a lot. But, I mean, if you're talking about the kid being a lottery pick, then, I mean, it'll, it'll be a journey well-traveled. Uh, To get into the NBA. Probably could have just went to high school then did one year of college. But, hey, who am I? Yeah. I don't know anything. I agree. But I assume that probably would have got you there. His brother did it. Why wouldn't he? But, hey. Pats win 116 games in a decade. Pretty cool, huh? I mean, I saw one tweet that said Pats probably don't care until they start giving out trophies for regular season wins. Sounds (laughs) about right. Sounds about right. (laughs) Another cool stat I saw. Three QBs in one room in 2016 and 17, I think, the years Jacoby was here. Yeah, those three quarterbacks are now eight and one. Eight and one. Eight and one. Jacoby has the one loss. Jimmy's undefeated. Tom's undefeated. Pretty cool. That's a stacked quarterback room. One Not, would say for sure. That's 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 some solid. That's some solid work. I yeah. mean, like you said, though, it's early in the season. Who cares? Why'd you just touch my computer? Oh, my bad. Anyway. Yeah, don't touch my computer anymore, man. Six-year-old child arrested in Orlando for battery. So I read this story, pretty disturbing. In Orlando, a resource officer uh, gets called to the classroom, I guess, and the six-year-old got arrested for battery, but it was said that she had a tantrum. Six-year-old had a tantrum. She was handcuffed, taken out of school, fingerprinted, and took a mug shot before being released to her grandmother. How old? Six years old. Two six-year-olds. Were arrested. They don't have the name of the other six-year-old, um, but the other six-year-old was taken to a juvenile center and released. I'm not sure if the other six-year-old had to get fingerprinted and mugshot taken, um, but it was mind-boggling. Um, I think they. I think the officer now has. Um, I'm not sure if he got fired. I know he's definitely on leave while they investigate, but I don't know if the investigation is over or not. Um, but the the chief was pretty pretty angry. The chief said he has three grandkids, all 11 and under and felt it was kind of ridiculous for a six-year-old to have to go through that. Um, So just a sad case. As a six-year-old, could you imagine not really understanding what's going on but being handcuffed and then fingerprinted? Like, that is, that is I don't know, that's out of control. Yeah, I mean, my oldest is, uh, is just six years old, so to think, of the thought of her being in handcuffs, I mean, she should doesn't even like watching scary stuff on TV. If somebody got arrested on TV, she'd probably break down. So the thought of that—that—that's that, just and not. now that six-year has to go back home and like the next day at school, everything's like normal. Like, yeah. that's the that's the sad part of it. Is like it's not over now for that per- for that kid. Yeah, crazy. Andy Dufresne, 25-year anniversary to Shawshank Redemption. That was on Monday the 23rd. I saw it on my Twitter feed. Felt like it was worth putting in one of the best movies of all time. Um, Favorite character? Red. Red is a man who gets some things that you need. Bro, by far Andy Dufresne. No, it's definitely Morgan Freeman as Red. Great movie. Elite. If you haven't seen it, long movie. You got a nice Sunday. Maybe for the bye week, Pats won't play. Pick the bye week. Turn on Shawshank Redemption. Watch it all the way through. Trust me, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. What we got? What's next? What I have? remember. I remember uh, watching that that movie in high school. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think uh, let's go to let's go on Twitter. Let's look at some of these questions that we have. You got them pulled my, up. My, my mom was just blowing us up, trying to figure out how she could. How do you write messages to the <laughs> podcast? Was her question. And I, I had no idea, like how do you write messages to the podcast? I don't know. And is she on Twitter? I, yeah, I don't know so, what so that means. So see if she's means. in our mentions while well, I read some of these some of these questions out. What is the stupidest interview question you guys have ever been asked? I feel like there's too many to choose from. Um When I like I know for sure the question I always got, like, when you're on a team and you're not winning, yeah. I haven't you, come got in, that one. you come in from a game and the question is, um, so what is it? Why are you guys not able to? Why are you guys not able to pull it together and win games? And it's just like if I knew the answer to that question, we'd be undefeated. Like, well, see, I got that question in 2011 when I didn't play well. Everyone asked me why I wasn't playing well. So what we're in the same boat. What was my answer? I said I need to find that magic potion that Mike Jordan had in Space Jam, mm. and I got it now, baby. What's the toughest part of being a football player? How do you balance your marriage, uh, fatherhood, and all of that good stuff during football season? That's a good question. That's uh, Michelle Jones. Good question. Um, I think it, it takes practice, honestly, um, because while you're playing football, if you're if you're fortunate enough to have a longer career, um, every year is a different phase of your life. You know, starting out as a rookie, no kids, no wife, just playing football really was your main focus, and then as you get older. I got married, and then, you know, you're trying to make sure you're doing everything to serve your wife in your free time and um, let her know how important she is, and then you have kids, and now you're both trying to serve each other but also take care of your kids. So um, I think communication is the biggest thing. Uh, Shout out Apple, iPhone, the calendar uh, has been great. You got the family side of the calendar. I try to plug everything in there. Um, I just had to plug some stuff in today to make sure for next week so yeah what we did was we actually have a big calendar right on the wall uh dry erase board calendar and where did you able- get that idea from I don't know we're able to fill it all from in this is us man give it give give a shout out where it's doing we're able to fill it all in and stay up to track but I feel like it's always a challenge like you said communication is key um but there's just a lot of sacrifice that goes on you know um, I think for our wives, they're the better half of it. They have to go through a lot and they have to deal with a lot with um, kind of knowing what's going on and while we're kind of chasing our dream. They're kind of putting on the back burner when it comes to all that. But uh, when, it talk, when it comes to being a father and all that, I remember hearing Kobe Bryant when he came and talked to us in the spring. And I mean, it doesn't get any more relentless and hard worker as he was. The way he just threw his whole body into – um, the NBA into basketball to achieve everything he achieved. And the one thing he said was when he'd go into practice, that same attitude, that same mindset you walk into the arena with is the same mindset you need to walk into your house with when it comes to being a father, whether you're being a human jungle gym at home, helping the kids with homework, or just laying down with a, a bowl of popcorn watching a movie. You got to have that same type of energy. And it's not always easy because you're playing a Sunday night game on a roll. You come back, it's four in the morning. You wake up Monday you go into work you just want to sleep when you go home so I think that's the challenge of just always conditioning yourself to give it the best uh best possible effort. I got a quick one y'all can't i I am I'm Rick James it's it's a Twitter y'all can't have different hair dudes so we could tell y'all apart I wish we could yeah, I'm sorry we're bald man. yeah and I mean the hair for, left all, us. for all for all the other fellow ball guys out there I mean you know the struggle like. ball gang is you where it's hold on for as long as you possibly can. And then at some point, you just got to give it up. Um, we got... Hold on, this is a good one. Damian Sharkey. What makes Matthew Slater such a special human being? Man, um, I would probably say, he would probably say his faith drives him the most. And I think um, with having that, um, the way he treats people because of that. Um, a kind person, caring to everyone. And that just, that just rubs off on other people. And you can sense it as soon as you're in a room with them. Yeah, for those you know, he spends a lot of time working on his body to be out there at 34 years old. But he's a guy we are gonna ask to get his schedule and try to get him on here. Yeah, uh, he'd be great. So that's our that's our our request. We got a special guest coming up next week. I think we got our two guests for the next two weeks. Yeah. coming on two defenders. So we're gonna would work you on would you slate. ever consider coaching as a second career? And if so, they said who would be better, me or you? I would definitely be a better coach. Overall knowledge, I understand it. I'm a great teacher. I do it every week on the field, but I would not coach in the NFL or college. Uh, Pop Warner or High School, Max. I agree uh, with everything except the fact that you'd be a better coach. That was bull. Well, where we got? Uh, who's the better cook? Let's see if you answer this honestly. I don't cook that much. Okay. Just, I, but I, I, do, I do get on the grill, though. You don't, so I will go with me. I Shout won't. out Traeger Grills. That's what I use. Are you really friends with Tom Curran? Did Tom Curran write this? No, I am not. Can't stand Tom Curran. we I mean, we are we work in the same kind of job industry. area yeah. industry. But why is Quick your favorite show from NBC Sports, NBC Patriots? I never said that. You never said Qu- I like Quick I didn't say that, I didn't like it, I never said it was my favorite show. I mean it was, it was a lot better last year. Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna say any names, Yeah. But they hey. I mean, I guess the guy's doing solid. I saw somebody told him he was doing a good job. I mean, he's following a tough act. Yeah. I Before want, we get I out of here, um, let's go over some winners and losers of the weekend. I'll start. Uh, is, you a bad news first kind of guy, bad news good guy? I'm going to go bad news because I, I just thought of this. Loser of the weekend, my man, I was catching babies out of the window in Philadelphia. Wow. Got to be him. You, you're saving lives catching babies, and you take the time to be negative one of the most positive times to take advantage and show how positive people can be and help other people out for no reason, you take a shot at a young man who's working his butt off to play football. And he'll be at an Eagles game this upcoming weekend because of it. Winner of the week, who you got? Jarrell Jerome wins an Emmy for uh, best role in playing Corey in a Netflix story, When They See Us. Yeah, the Exonerated, Phenomenal, phenomenal series. The Exonerated 5, he played Corey. He played the role... Awesome. It was a, just watching him, you felt for the character the whole time. Um, and I got to see his speech where he thanked his mom. He thanked a ton of people uh, to be where he was at. Uh, so that was a cool moment just to see. And everyone stood up and uh, he gave a special shout out to the five guys uh, who, when they see us, was based on. And they stood up. It was very impactful, a very impactful moment. We have a two time winner, though. Uh, well, a double winner in a day. You gave him, you said he lost the weekend, but I'm giving him my community MVP. My man catching babies out of a building in Philly. I mean, can you do more for your community? Have you, Yeah, I'll, not take a shot. Nelson Aguilar. I'll, I'll do one better. You've been, you've been a multiple community MVP on our show, correct? I don't know, probably. Have you ever caught a baby out of a building? No. And Wrapping up. There was a guy, I think, in Brazil that climbed a building, bare hands to get a baby. But our community MVP has to be in our community is limited once you can leave the united states you can't make it on our show for Community MVP. As a reminder, you can find the audio it's version bad, on iTunes as well as the video Mama, we made v- version of, on YouTube. Mama, All you have to do Mama, is Mama, search Double Coverage with the McCourty Twins. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and tell your friends to subscribe, too. Let's get some more viewers on this thing. Once again, thank you to our partners at Boston Medical Center and the Embrace Kids Foundation. See you guys next episode. Check us out. Next week, we got one of the hardest hitters coming through. Yeah. Sit on the couch. Let's get him.